0: Welcome to the On Point Podcast, a channel dedicated to helping you be the best hunter you can be. On Point is designed to help motivate and inspire you to get more out of yourself and your gear during your next hunt. If you're looking for information that will directly impact your success and help inspire you to go on new adventures, whether you're hunting with a bow or a rifle, On Point is the channel for you. everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast where I sit down with Royce Chambers from the Bowhike podcast and we go over how to build a YouTube channel. Now I don't have a huge YouTube channel, but I have uh, been building one for a few years now. It is monetized. I'm making money on YouTube and I really wanted to answer a lot of questions that I get when it comes to YouTube. Um, You know, we're floating just under 3000 subscribers, which isn't a lot, but it isn't a few. It's definitely enough to be monetized and we get about 40 to 60,000 views a month on on YouTube. And so there's some things that I've learned and I've also really dug deep into researching on on how to be successful on YouTube. And I wanted to share that with our viewers and our our listeners. And the reason I say viewers and listeners is because this one is a little bit different style. We did a YouTube Live um, and an Instagram Live while we recorded the podcast. So there's a few breaks, there's a few um, answering questions and, and a few more rabbit holes than usual. Uh, but I edited the podcast to try and make it flow better and definitely get rid of some of those interruptions so guys that are listening without the video um, it will be a better listen for you so if you don't like this style message me let me know be happy to keep the live content away from the podcast content because it's really two different styles there and and then also if you did like it let me know because i'll keep doing these so it's it's for your guys as listening um needs whatever you guys want Uh, but this is definitely the first live one that we did answering questions throughout the podcast so uh, hopefully you guys like it i had a really good time enjoying it i go over you know how much i make for the size channel that i have i'm very transparent i don't care people know um, you know, it's not a lot, but it's definitely nothing to wipe your nose at. So, um, if you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, you're definitely going to want to take a look at this. If you're wanting to learn how to make money, you're definitely going to want to listen to this. And if you have any questions, as always, please get a hold of me. I'd be happy to help you out. So, I'll see you at the end of the episode, guys. Bye. Me too. So, this is going to be an episode on um, YouTube, on growing YouTube, and it is going to be the bow hike slash on point collaboration Collabor- yeah. podcast and so for those that are watching on there hopefully you can hear me all right um we are going to be answering questions on youtube i'm actually going to be doing an episode um royce is going to help me go over the youtube aspects of yeah. strategies how to build a youtube channel um, there's a lot of guys and this is why i'm coming out with this because this is such a common common area that i get asked on sure, um and sure. it's just you know Number one, do you make money on YouTube? That's a really common question. See, everybody, for
1: guys. if you search, <laughs> if you just Google search, like, do you, uh, instantly pops up, like, can you make money on YouTube? Can you make <laughs> a career on YouTube? Everybody right. wants to make a career making videos and then realizes how hard it is.
0: Right. Well, I'm going to be 100% transparent because I've been making money on YouTube for almost two years now. It took yeah. me over a year to get into the uh, qualifications, basically, to to become eligible for mon- oh, monetization yeah.
1: when i started doing youtube they didn't have the qualification no they didn't no you just clicked monetize and you made money right i and was
0: i was making money almost um i would say i was almost in qualification almost immediately but i didn't start monetizing until i figured out hey i can make money with. This yeah
1: thing. yeah you uh, had to I, click the little money I, button yeah
0: i probably lost like 400 bucks because i didn't click i monetize. only have
1: like i only have like 30 people that actually uh, yeah. are subscribed to me <laughs> on youtube
0: but they're very loyal
1: they are loyal. I got I got most of my subscribers with my bear hunting video. Oh, did you? Yeah. There you go. So, let's go over
0: YouTube and um why did you start your channel?
1: Oh, I I can't remember. I, it was like nine I was a, I was a young buck, man. Like <laughs> 8 or 9 years ago, I I Was it that long? I I think so. I mm-hmm. got a shotgun and I wanted to do a gun review cuz I thought gun reviews are cool. Mm-hmm. So, I BS'd my way through a gun review and like Slapped my gun a few times and like looked it over, <laughs> and that's still my most
0: viewed video. Actually, I have a really popular one. I compared the um, the Ruger Precision Rifle Gen One versus the Gen Two because I had both of them. Oh yeah. At that at that time I did, and then I sold my 308 and went with the 65 Gen Two. The, that was a really popular
1: video. You want the 65 Camry. That's what we're calling it. The Camry. Yeah. Why is that? It's serviceable. There's nothing sexy about it. <laughs> it's just there, and it and it works good, and
0: it it is and i'll tell you i actually shoot better with my 65 creep more than i did my 308 but uh, do you load though i do not load yeah, I so shoot, that's why uh, ssts yeah and tw- elds what are the 129s the 129s yeah. and then out of the uh 308, i think it's like a 150 155 okay. yeah um for for guys that are still joining on here, if you have questions on YouTube, um, how to grow a, a channel, how to become eligible for monetization, we're eventually going to be getting into that. But if you have a question, go ahead and throw it on the screen here, and then I'll be sure to get it answered throughout the podcast.
1: I got to apologize in advance to the On Point podcast listeners that are that? gonna that are gonna hear this because I'm the least filtered <laughs> podcast. I
0: think. We got any questions yet? What's your qualification to get paid on YouTube? That is a great question. So let's start digging into this thing. We're starting to get some questions um, with YouTube censoring more content. Does down. that present any challenges for you guys? That's a great question as well. These are great questions.
1: Censored.
0: So let's go over. Um, let's go over the. Let's just straight up answer that question by Pacific Giants. There. Oh, for so
1: qualifications.
0: The qualifications. Koala. Yes. yes. Um, so the monetization changed last year. It used to be. Um, doesn't really matter what it used to be. This year, uh, starting in 2018, it changed to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 minutes of watch time. Now, a lot of guys are like, 4,000 minutes of watch time! Holy crap! It's not much. That is so easy. It is. It, it, it doesn't matter if you're starting out. I think if you're starting out and you upload every week and you're you, you're using some of the strategies that strategies that I'll go through here." That you will get that easily your first month, but to answer your question, it's four thousand minutes watch time and uh, one thousand subscribers. The hard part about that is getting the subscribers, which I will help you um, give give you some tips. And and I'm giving these tips, guys. I'm barely barely outside of three thousand subscribers, so you know there's guys way bigger than me. There's guys that are way smaller than me that have been doing it for longer. I I you know I have my own journey. I'm growing at my own rate. Sure. But there are some things. Is this live on YouTube? No. This is this should be live on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, can you but do it's that? not. We yeah, you can. You can do
1: YouTube live. Uh, four thousand minutes, not hours.
0: Yeah, excuse me. Four thousand minutes. I, I thought I said hours or minutes. I thought you did too. But, oh yeah, uh, four thousand minutes. Four thousand minutes, which is super easy. Um here's how I started my channel. Um not to talk about myself, but maybe some guys can can relate to this is I started my channel, I got a new bow, and a little cocky, a little arrogant, didn't care about helping people at this time. This is like a few years ago. And, uh, I'm like, I'm going to show everybody how far I can shoot this new bow. <laughs> so, uh, we had two cell phones, uh, a phone scope. I had my Halon six at the time. And, uh, basically I set up a target at 150 yards and I put like four out of five arrows right there in the face. It's still on YouTube. You can go check it out. Uh, and then I'm like talking about, you know, Hey, that's pretty good. I like to get five out of five, but that's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, uploaded it brand new bow granted it was a brand new bow so guys are looking for that and I'll get into why I did that and I was like I'm just gonna show off and people can see how good I am
1: cocky, pretty pr- cocky print. cocky
0: douche I mean there was no <laughs> end benefit outside of maybe a little entertainment value for the listener or for the watcher but that's where my journey started on YouTube and then after I posted that video it was well how are you doing that what arrows are you using what's your drawing right. what release is that and then I'm like well guys are really hungry for information and then maybe a month went by and um, I'm going through the bowels of uh, YouTube (laughs) and bowels uh, going, digging through the anals of YouTube. And basically (laughs) I I was, I was seeing some videos that I did not agree with. And it doesn't matter. You know, there's a lot of different lanes. You hear me talking about that all the time, you know, choose your lane. But these guys were working on their bows dangerously. Yeah. Like.
1: There's a lot of dudes. Someone
0: are- is going to get hurt if they watch these videos. Like this is really stupid. I didn't comment on it. I didn't say you know. I didn't call them out. What I chose to do is like people are obviously they're you know they're asking me for information after seeing me shoot that long distance. So obviously people are hungry for inf- for information. People are that hungry. They're going to listen to this guy. Yeah. Or these channels, and they're going to get really bad information. And I'm like, so I kind of felt bad. I'm like, well, maybe I should start answering some of these questions. So I did. And uh, it, it basically start, started growing from there. So it went from you know having the spotlight on me, trying to be cocky, arrogant, Garrett showing off how far I can shoot a bow, and then to helping people. Right. That's, that's where my journey started. And then I'm like, well, maybe I can help people. And so I started coming out with how-to videos, how to do this, how to do that. And then I started doing more videos on shooting tips, shooting techniques, gear reviews. You know, Why did I like the Halon? Why do I like this gun over here? Um, a lot of you guys may not know I'm huge into long range, but I haven't been for about two years because I chose bows. Um, so I still have all the long range stuff in my gun yeah. safe there and downstairs. But I, choose, I choose both. I choose. See, I want to be really good at something.
1: Yeah, I'm not really good at it. I want to be mediocre at a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, see,
0: <laughs> you can do that, but. You got to choose if you want to be really exceptional at something. You got you know you're not going to be a professional baseball player and a professional football player and a professional basketball player. You ask, can ask Michael Jordan how it worked out.
1: Fishing videos, no fishing videos.
0: There's no fishing videos. Uh, um, to the
1: to the podcast listeners, uh, sorry, we're doing a live Instagram, <laughs> so we're getting a lot of questions popping up as we're doing this live video. Yeah. So, some of those we're answering. I know it sounds like we're rambling, but no fishing videos. Also, Pacific Giants. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, he said he's got 400 subscribers. Dude, that's killer. Yeah. That is super pretty sweet. Good. You're so, not too far away from the monetization. So, after... I think, I think we should get, get into the nitty-gritty of the podcast. The nitty-gritty? Let's cut the, cut the live video so that we can focus on... On the podcast, you think? okay,
0: I got we got a couple more questions I want to answer on this thing real quick, oh, and then gosh. we'll cut it off. I'm being an asshole. <laughs> I'm getting you th- said it. I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, he's trying to cut you guys out of here. I'm I'm fighting for. I'm you. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> I my I'm like a squirrel. So well, let me uh, let me let me finish this point I was going to make real quick. So I started with the selfishness, and then I started doing the let's let's help people. Uh, but long story short, selfishness, Garrett, to helping people, Garrett, and then. What I did to grow my channel fast, because I I was all about getting views, right? I was only looking at the view count. Didn't really care about the subscribers. I wanted the views. Sure. And so I started leveraging products that were on the market that were really hot, that people were looking for. Now, not looking for on YouTube, Googling, right? So if you Google search something, type in – do this. Type in Hoy RX1 RX1, uh, review on Google. Look who pops up. This guy, like three or four times, right? Look, uh, look up Matthew's Halon Six review, or look up um, whatever bow you want that I've done reviews on. I should pull up because I've done the right things to get the the stuff on there: the tags, the description, the title, the thumbnail. That's how I started growing. So I leveraged really popular products that were out there on the market, and then uh, I I started uploading maybe twice a month, sure, about, and that's that's how it started to grow. And then I averaged about a hundred excuse me, 100 subscribers a month, and it took me a little over a year. That's pretty good. Um, I think actually it took me, no, it took me two years to get to a 1,000. No, a 1,000. It did. It took me two years to two get to years. a 1,000. And then um, at the beginning of this year, I was at 1,200. <laughs> and then now I'm close to 3,000. Dude,
1: you owe that all to RX1 versus Realm.
0: <laughs> that video, yeah. The the RX1 versus the tri which I call the mini Halon. People hate me for it. Uh, and It's then, a mini Halon. <laughs> it is a mini Halon. And then you got the Realm, And that video has gotten close to 200,000 views, and I've made over $700 on that one video, and I will go over that as well. But um, so
1: 28, I got uh, 28, you know, just a solid 28 subscribers over the past (laughs) nine
0: years. But you've got one video that did like 80,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. So my bear hunting
1: film only has 218.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you guys, um, I will say, if you're going into it trying to make money, there's nothing wrong with that. But I do feel that your intentions may prevent you from from having that genuine, I don't know, interaction with your subscribers, with your base, with, with all of that. And I feel like that might handicap you. If you have the right mindset and you're going about it, that you're just going to create content, I don't care who watches. Because I was creating videos not knowing if anybody would listen or care. I create videos all the time that don't do as good as I thought. My favorite video that I've ever uploaded was me doing the uh, Blue Wildebeest hunt. Yeah, in Namibia. And I was so excited. Like finally, you know, I got my first hunting video up and granted it was crap footage. It was on a YouTube or was on a, on a uh, GoPro. It was crap footage. You could barely see anything, but I was so proud of it because that was a dream of mine. I think it only got 1500 views. That's it. And so you never know, um, really what's your, what's your, What's your platform will bring you. Um, I didn't go into this thing to make money, but now I'm making it into a business. I'm building it, and that's where what we're going to get into right now. Yeah. Let's just keep the thing rolling because guys aren't asking as many questions. They're just giving me thumbs up. So yeah. <laughs> let's just keep, let's just keep you guys rolling on. Just here. mad thumbs up. So um so let's get into some questions here. The uh, the one the Pacific Giants we answered his. What was the next one after that?
1: Uh it was how's the censored content affecting you? How's the censored content censored content doesn't really affect me at all. Here's why. It's because I'm not
0: posting a lot of videos of firearms and I'm not posting <coughs> excuse me, a lot of videos on killing animals cuz my 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 channel's centered right around gear reviews uh, bow shooting stuff like that sure luckily i suck at getting uh, hunts on film so <laughs> so i haven't really had the chance to get censored if i was going to get censored it would have been on the gutless method video that i did showing you guys how to get the tenderloins out the gutless method and that never got censored so is it something that we need to be aware of and be worried about apps are freaking lootly they're they you know youtube is a corporation they can censor whatever they want we don't have rights on youtube pretty much it is a private company that will do what it wants. If yeah. They don't want you talking about something; they will take you down.
1: I don't know. I don't know if if my the bear hunting film that I made. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that one's going to make it very long. I don't know because, I mean it. It has a shot on film. Yeah. Um. There's a gun it's shooting. A, it's a bear. Multiple times. It's a bear, which is which, a no no. What does Ranella call? I have no idea. I think something charismatic charismatic megafauna. <laughs> I think he calls him. So it's something that people like have this. Yeah strange connection to is bears and I put up that bear hunting video and I've got a couple like regular like good comments from people I know you mm-hmm. know about the video but I was a little worried about it because I didn't there was no trophy photo there was like a little glimpse of blood in there but I did the one thing that I wanted to make sure that was in there mm-hmm. was getting all the meat off that bear
0: yeah that's so like me
1: I did I had a time-lapse video I love. Of the gutless method on that bear, and yep. I love that because I think it's super important for people. If you make a video, and one of my friends at work told me she she's not a hunter, she buys meat at the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've given her some meat. You yeah. know, but but she told me this was the one like she could watch that video and not be a hunter, and it didn't bother her. Yeah. So to me, that was like That's the most rewarding part. That's a win for That's sure. Win. Yeah. But there is technically what's classified as sensitive content. Is Absolutely. in that video? Look at Instagram. Yeah,
0: I'm more worried about Instagram than I am YouTube because yeah. they are completely. And I'm going to give a company a shout out here that I've gone really to like. go wild. I was going to say go I wild. Love go wild. If you guys are worried about censored content, go on to go wild. It's a great app. It's a great. It's something that's still getting off the ground, but they have some really big things coming. And it's like a Instagram meets Facebook for hunters. Yeah, it's, it's super so awesome. cool. It's free to use. Um, autopsies are quite useful and quite ut unfriendly
1: <laughs> yeah. are they calling them autopsies yeah uh okay. I,
0: probably uh, but basically you know it, am i worried about the censorship no because i don't i'm not really in that profile i do know guys that have hunting channels that are much bigger than mine yeah and they do get stuff pulled down every once in a while and it is fight you can re-upload it um i mean joe rogan even gets crap pulled down off of his youtube channel and and he's just talking to people right. so you know you're you're dealing number one you're dealing with a company that is really not for hunting it's really not for it's more of a liberal um website and not to offend anybody out there to get political but it, it really is and so you just have to be willing to to deal with that
1: right but politics aside there's just people what is it 96 percent of people or yeah about 96 97 percent of
0: people out there don't um that eat meat
1: yeah um you know how, what, I don't know the actual number of percentage of hunters, but a lot of people don't know where it comes from, yeah. right? In the United States, you,
0: you know, you have 97, and I've said this on a podcast, we're actually going to do a complete podcast on this subject, is about 97% of the of the world eats meat, depending on what website you look at, right? We have to we have to rely on statistics from websites. And about 13%, at least in America, hunt. So there's a huge bridge that when you make that video and that person that doesn't hunt can relate to it. Right. That's a success. To me, it is, sure. Right. But again, you're going to get that percent, and it could be a very large percent. Um, you know that could be that could be a problem, and that's why we're doing these kind of things to help bridge that gap. Uh, someone should make a new YouTube for hunting, and I totally agree. You know, call it a hunt tube. Um, I think yeah, I saw I think African Adventures.
1: No, there's a couple of uh, there's a there's one website I can't remember what it's called that does video hosting that that doesn't plan to edit anything.
0: Yeah, you know. The first person that brings me a hunt tube, I will be on there.
1: It's like Vimeo.
0: Oh, yeah, Vimeo. Yeah, that's that's still a smaller website. So but perhaps
1: we should create it. Let's create a hunt tube, dude.
0: <laughs> so, no, the Ranch Fairy channel has autopsies. Very useful for bow hunters and sea broadheads. Oh, okay. Oh, um, Ranch Fairy. So, he's on there. How's he's it going, the, man? He's
1: the guy with the gigantic He's got broad- a YouTube channel, too. Yeah, gigantic um, broadheads. He shoots a lot of pigs perfect.
0: So (laughs) let's get into some of the nitty gritty. So we've got, why, why did I start mine? Where, where am I going? Um, so if you start a YouTube channel and you say you want to get into the hunting stuff and you want to do what I'm doing. Okay. Totally fine with that. I don't care. I don't look at it. Like I'm going to compete with you. You're going to compete with me. People are so content hungry. That's why you see everybody doing collaborations. So number one, Try and do collaborations, preferably uh, do collaborations with people that you don't have the same following as. Try and do collaborations for, with folks that are bigger than you. Um, try and do collaborations with folks that you may think are going places. So when, when I do collaborations with, with Bowhike, with Royce here, we have um, you know our circles of influence kind of intertwined. We have a lot of the same influence, but he's got people on his live video that obviously aren't on this live video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Sure. So maybe after they're done listening to this they'll say hey who's garrett and then they're gonna say hey who's bohike
1: yeah right like oh garrett he's that pretentious asshole that talks about himself <laughs> in his youtube channel <laughs> yeah right yeah
0: so <laughs> so so that's that's what collaborations do i did want the born and raised guys a couple times that helped me that helped me grow and then i actually sent some guys their way that had never even heard of born and raised so um so what's this uh my video got flagged for animal cruelty at 500 views you know that sucks that that's out there. And so, um, and I'll go over that as well. So, you know, because there's a lot of different aspects of it. Are you showing something that is completely gruesome? Yeah, we all know how much animals bleed, you know, how sometimes how they react when they get shot. Uh, we all know how these things happen. But as, like Royce said, portraying that in the right light to the folks that don't, I mean, yeah, you're going to have these guys out here. I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, that's not helping us right? That's not helping the industry. That's not helping your buddy out that hunts. That's not helping your kid out. That's going to become a hunting because that person that you're offending is probably going to vote for or against a hunting measure that will affect you. So you better freaking care. And I feel very strongly about this. I've, I talk very passionately about this because if I post a YouTube video, you're not going to see an animal with blood everywhere and just no, nope. in, in in the African uh, video that we posted, the uh, the guys were so on top of it; they kicked blood before I even got a picture. They were kicking blood, or kicking um dirt onto the blood to help blend it in with the background. Right. These guys, they understand because in Africa they've had very important industries taken away from them. So before I even pretty much got a chance to take a picture with the wildebeest, they were already prepping the picture. Right. Right. It's well, they very, know how it goes. They know how it goes. Yeah. You know, s- you know, small towns or villages have been ruined by hunting measures over there sure it's completely it's completely short-sighted to say i don't care i'm gonna post it anyways you gotta wait you gotta wait are you want are you what's first of all why are you posting it second of all is it going to get the intended goal
1: right but everybody has to realize too and somebody was talking about it the other day i watched a video you gotta remember like no matter what youtube Instagram, Facebook, and not to jump on the soapbox because we've each done it on our podcast multiple times. Uh-huh. Not to jump on the soapbox and preach about it, but we're every single one of you following this video more than likely hunts post pictures of their animals that they harvest. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're all there. We're all ambassadors. We all, you know, if somebody just goes on, say you hashtag it with deer hunting, and somebody that's against deer hunting goes on and and searches up, you know, a, a deer hunting hashtag. Well, yep. next thing they find is a headshot at deer. Like, what's right. that? What does that say about the community as a whole? Like, look at these guys. Right. You know, or I, my least favorite picture in the entire universe. And to each your own. You know, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a pretty reserved dude when it comes to my pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my my least favorite picture in the entire world is somebody holding on to horns, mm-hmm. sitting on top of an animal. That one's that one's tough, and um, it's it's one of those that like. Uh, a lot of people do it that way, and nobody, and it doesn't seem to bother a lot of people. Yeah. But to me, I I will never do that. It's not that I comment on somebody's and say, "Hey, you're an asshole. You posted a picture <laughs> right. sitting on top of an animal, but you got blood on the front of your pant leg, and you're sitting on top of a, a critter holding onto his antlers and his right. tongue's hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, it just doesn't look good. Well,
0: it, you know, I I harp on cut the tongue off. Just cut it off. Just be done with it. Oh, you know I how eat, easy it
1: to, is to cut it off. Well, and eat it.
0: Oh, uh, you, you know, my you? grandpa cut used to cut the tongues off. You know what he used to call uh-huh. uh, what he made? He used to make sandwiches out of the tongue. Oh, yeah. He used to call it ass liquor sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. But cut the tongue off, and, and I harp on this, and my wife even called me out on that deer photo that I posted this year because the tongue was partially hanging out. Yeah, I don't And like she's it. like, you freaking hypocrite. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And then so we actually Photoshopped the tongue
1: yeah. out, Yeah.
0: then posted it. And so, you know, I, you know do I shoot 100%? No, sometimes I may forget certain things, or may say I'm, I don't get all the blood. Um, but you know, at least be conscious of it, and at least try and make an effort. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree. Uh, so, so let's get back into the YouTube here.
1: So yeah, censorship—it is a big deal. I think if you have a yeah channel good. that that has a lot of sensitive content, like if you're just—I I don't know—I I think if you if you take it from take it out of hunting right. and just put it to like TV, yeah. Um, uh, what do you want to show your kids on TV? Right. You know, like, I don't have kids, you don't have kids, but at the same time, if you had a two-year-old and there was a, a, a gruesome murder movie on TV, <laughs> like, right. you're not going to have, you're, you're going to change the channel because you're not going to want to show your kids that when they're a young buck, right? Like, as they get older, that's something that they slowly get desensitized to. Yeah. But, but all at once... It's, it's a lot for somebody to take in. So why make it harder for somebody to look at?
0: I agree. And it all comes back, you know, you're worried about censorship, but then you're not worried about what you're putting out there. So, you know, you, you, you got to base it off of how do you feel? You have to base it off of, uh, you know, what is your angle? If you're trying to make money on YouTube, you're going to have to create stuff that YouTube's okay with. Period. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. So, um, let's move on to building a channel. So, let's say that you started a channel, right? And now um, you're you're creating videos. And let's say that I'm going to be doing gear reviews. Okay. Let's just sure. say that I'm I'm starting over again. What did I do? I already told you guys. So I'm using the latest hot products that are out on the market, and I'm just we're using gear reviews for for an example. The latest hot topics that are out. So. I call this season bow season, obviously, but I also call it new bow season because most of the new bows come out and I make most of my money right now on YouTube from, I mean, I showed you on one video, um, and and I'm being completely transparent. I'm not trying to brag. Okay. This is just what I make. Guys make a lot more than me. So if you think I'm trying to brag, then you're missing the point. Um, I'm just being transparent and sharing real world numbers with you. Um, I've got one video that I did last year where I compared the triax, the realm and the RX one. Yep. Since I came out with that video, I've made probably close to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I think it was seven, seven something, seven
1: something.
0: Um, and that took about an hour worth of work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was I going to shoot those bows anyways? You bets your butt. I was going to shoot those bows anyways. I, I'm one of those guys that loves bows. I shoot the new bow every year, and now I have a reason to go shoot those bows every year. And when I'm there, I'm going to record it. So I'm planning out my YouTube content to correlate to what people are going to be searching for and being time um, sensitive on that. As soon as I got, as soon as those bows got into the shop, guess what? I got a phone call. Yeah. I said, Garrett, the new bows are here. Set up to 28 inches for you. Here you (laughs) go. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to start building that, that intent prior to having your videos come out in order to get these views so here in november you're going to bet your butt that i'm going to have a hoyt video out um the primes come out a little bit later but you're going to have all these videos and and granted i'm limited to what (coughs) to what i can get here locally but um what are what are more products maybe the garmin uh x zero and granted this is taking money to go out and buy these things yeah and that's why i haven't done a review because i don't have a thousand bucks laying around that's
1: taking a lot of money a thousand bucks, or about a thousand bucks for that and for that site.
0: You can't even use it here. You can't even use it here legally. No. So, but so the next big thing that I'm going to be doing would be like mechanical broadheads, right? Uh, um, You know, we're going to be talking about mechanical broadheads. Maybe what a good arrow setup would be. You know, are they going to be useful in Oregon? I think at the coast, it's going to be hit and miss because you have a lot of vegetation that can get a pre-open on on your broadhead. Yeah. That's coming from a guy with not much experience, but a little bit of testing and. I shot through limbs this year that I think a mechanical would have opened up on. Yeah. And I deliberately punched it and cut off limbs to get to that bull. I mean, I don't know if a, bra- you know, it's really hard to say would a mechanical have done that. I don't know. But these are videos that guys will be looking for. I just did a kind of a clickbaity video, uh, rage tripan versus aluminum plate or something like that. Yeah. And, um, just searching the word rage tripan versus that should pull up that video. Right. And so, uh, that leads me into my next area. So how do you get a YouTube video to show up in the suggested videos? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So have you guys, um, have you ever had, I bet your video probably showed up in the suggested videos. If it got 80,000 views, um, it did. Yeah. If yeah. you
1: searched up Winchester or something. Yeah. It would, it would, it would it pull up, up under, yeah.
0: under, uh, popular videos. So how do you, how do you come out with a video? Well, when you're coming out with a video, you film it. Now, if you're making a 15 minute long video out of a 10 minute long video, you're yeah. wasting people's time. 30% of that video is a waste of time. Now, you don't get paid for, well, kind of. You you get paid for people watching through an ad. Yeah. You get paid through bumper ads, which are before, after. Um, you have ones that can be running during. Um, but you get paid for if they watch a certain amount of the ad, that's when you get paid. So here are things when you're creating a video. If it's being too clickbaity, what's a clickbaity video? A clickbaity video is an awesome thumbnail. So the thumbnail is what pulls up when you're searching through YouTube and you see all the video pictures and then there's the description off to the right. Right. Those are thumbnails. Now if you see a really good thumbnail that catches your attention like that last one I did, the Rage Tripan video, yeah. you saw okay, going back to marketing, what are really popular colors to market with? Well it's red, mm-hmm. it's yellow, white. Those are really popular. Look at McDonald's. Yeah, bright colors. Look at McDonald's. Look at Subway. Sure. Look at all these companies that are using these colors. So you, what did I put in there? I put red, yellow, and white.
1: Oh, this should make you feel bad. Your wife is watching my live video oh. and not yours.
0: Oh. Dang. Oh, I bet she did that on purpose. That's a burn. You yeah, oh, man. She would do that on purpose. Yeah, she would. Um, so being really clickbaity, <laughs> that you know, catching your eye. Thanks, babe. Catching your <laughs> eye on that video <laughs> thumbnail is clickbaity but also having a really juicy title. Rage broadheads blew up on me. Yeah. That's a really juicy title. What the heck happened? Sure. Why is this guy pissed off enough to post a video? Mm-hmm. You know, why is Garrett posting That's clickbait. So, if you have a clickbaity videos, your view count will go up. Your maybe your monetization um won't go up or won't won't come quick because if you have a more clickbaity video, your, your audience retention, your view retention, which is how long people actually watch a video for, will go down. You are penalized for that, basically. Right. Right? So what rec- what YouTube would recognize is that, hey, we have a really popular video that's getting clicked on, but no one's watching it. Like, they're clicking on and off because it's BS. It's yeah, it's stupid. Sure. you're getting Rickrolled. So, yeah, you're getting Rickrolled. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is they're not going to suggest that. So audience retention and watch time, are some of the biggest factors that go into suggested videos that go into your monetization that go into growing your YouTube channel. So when you have somebody like, uh, let's say Garrett posting RX one turbo and I'm getting, you know, two, 3000 views the first week, but I have a really good audience retention where I'm getting 60, 70% retention.
1: Yeah, that's really okay? good. That's
0: really good. I don't know what I'm getting. I'm just pulling that number out of my butt. Sure. Uh, but that is really good retention. Yeah. Um, now, what's a good click-through rate, and what is a click-through rate? Because we're going over thumbnails and how to post a video. A click-through rate is um, versus an impression. So, all those folks that are seeing those videos come down, right, and then you're seeing which one you want to watch. Those are um, those are those are impressions. So, every time somebody scrolls through and doesn't click on it, that's an impression because they saw that thumbnail, right, right, but right. they didn't click on it. So that's an impression. What is a a, a click-through rate? A click-through rate is for when they see your uh, video, then you have that impression, and then they actually um, basically click on your video and watch it. What's my impression rate? Mine's 5.6. A good impression rate is 3 to 10%, 12% if you get a guy that really, really, really has the click-through rate down. Um, But again, 5.6% shows me that I'm not being clickbaity. But I'm also keeping my viewers, which is why I make more than the average guy my size. Um, I make, I'll make probably close to two thousand this year. Yeah. Okay, um, probably pretty close to two thousand dollars on YouTube this year. Um, I make about an average of a hundred. Actually, I'll make way over two thousand this year. But I make uh, about a hundred and fifty bucks a month on average on YouTube, and that is with about sixty thousand views a month. I think. Let me check here real quick. Well, that's pretty good. Um, this month I've only got forty one thousand views, but on a good month, on these months coming up where I get those click those click videos where guys are researching new bows and, and looking at a lot stuff, I'll probably get close to a hundred thousand views a month or more. And my uh, which is perfect timing because the months that you get paid the most on YouTube are you know October, November, December, January, and then it takes a nosedive. Right, um, Christmas gifts. Christmas time, yeah. The, the ad rates are going up. Advertisers are paying more. To advertise on YouTube, so my my income on YouTube were literally triple or even quadruple during those times, even with the same numbers. But you factor that in with huge uh, video performance because of the guys researching these new videos. I'll probably make about three to seven hundred dollars a month. Sure, in those later months. So uh, that's really important. So again, you have to have the thousand subscribers, and then you have to have the four thousand watch time minutes, which is super easy. The subscribers may take you a little bit longer. Um, so that is uh, that's something I wanted to go over. So thumbnails. How do you make a good thumbnail? Well, a good thumbnail is going to be catchy, right? I think you should make the most clickbaity thumbnail you can.
1: Oh, find that. Yeah, that's what I did. I found the best. I mean, like on all my videos, I yeah. just found the best looking like what appeals to me because I figure most of the people that are watching these videos are more similar in you know what we want to watch on YouTube so Uh like like my bear hunting video I found the good the best thumbnail when I've got the the bear in the phone scope in the corner of the screen and me behind my rifle because a guy goes oh okay this is gonna something's gonna happen something's gonna happen so they click it so like You kind of feel like you're playing people, but at the same time, you're not because it's in the video. That's part of the game. At some point, that's going to be there. What I consider a a shitty clickbait is like, I can't remember what it was. It was like some arrow comparison or something, but there was like a picture of Cameron Haynes' face on it. I'm sure you've seen the video. I don't know. There's like a a thumbnail of Cameron Haynes' face, and it's like a 16th of a second in the middle of that video. They like flash (laughs) a picture of Cameron Haynes, so then they used it as their their screen thing and it's got like millions of views. Why? Because it says like arrow comparison it's got a picture of Cameron Haynes so all these people are assuming now that like Cameron Haynes is doing this arrow comparison when they click on it and it's just this douche doing an arrow comparison and if you're listening it was a douche move. Yeah. Um, You got to be careful
0: with that because then you can end up owing people and we'll go over that too. Royalty (coughs) stuff. Royalty stuff and then also um, putting music in your videos you need to Mm -hmm. give shout outs to whoever's music you use. But um that's a really good point. So, some things that I use to make a good um, thing is I use the freeze frame. So I'll, I'll go through that whole thing. I'll choose a picture, or even I'll take a picture. Sure. And then I'll use an app called Legend, which you can have moving uh, lettering. You can have really cool intros and stuff like that.
1: Oh, that's how you do all the cool stuff.
0: That's how you do a lot of the cool stuff. Is a is oh, okay. a app called Legend. Oh, sweet. And uh, I need that. I know some. I know some of the guys on here that have used that. Okay. Um, um, and it's it's a great it's a great app. This is my it.
1: this is my learning. curve right now (laughs) because i got more hunting videos put up there
0: you go so use that and then also make make the thumbnail the most clicky bait thing ever get people's attention um do something really cool on on your video don't just post and i'm really guilty of this until about you know recently i know i'll post videos where i look like i have one eye shut and then i look like an idiot or something where i'm just posting and then it does an automatic thumbnail right you gotta pick your thumbnail you gotta pick your thumbnail otherwise yeah kim hates it when i post crappy like photos of me like going looking like an idiot yeah mid- i did that on one, and like it's funny because if you
1: watch like if you ever like stream netflix or a youtube video and you pause it for something to go like pee yeah. and then you come back and you look at the video i laugh almost every time and that's the thumbnails that youtube picks I'm like is that what i look like when i talk they never get like your most handsome photogenic no, moment they take one from the beginning for
0: one from the middle one from the end
1: yeah and it's always when you have like your mouth open yeah exactly. flies going inside of it or something <laughs> stupid it's never a good one so yeah Pick your thumbnails, Pick your but thumbnails. don't be an asshole, and <laughs> and make something up that's not in your video. Right. So
0: when so the thumbnail I think should be as clickbaity as you can make it, but the title should be relevant. It should not be clickbaity, and it should not be misleading. And like I said, if you're making a 10 minute video out of a five minute video, mm-hmm. you're wasting people's time. Your audience retention is going to suck and you're going to prevent yourself from getting those more views, getting that more, yeah. even though your video is longer, you're still pretty much blocking yourself from getting growth.
1: Can I chime in on that? Because yeah. when you say getting the, the retention, I think a huge thing on retention is, uh, guys, lay out what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because and, and so for me, it helps a little bit. I, I know... It sounds bad if you write down everything and you hit point, 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 point. That's kind of boring. Mm. You know, like if I watch a bow video and the guy's like, well, this is a 2018 Hyperforce. It's a 32-inch axle-to-axle with a 6-inch brace. It bores me. I can't watch it. Mm -hmm. But if you just go on there, like if you write down specs, like you want to touch on specs. Yeah. You know, that's fine. But definitely organization is a big deal. Because for me, like, and also put your camera on a damn tripod. But yeah. I, I can't stand, like, shaky, crappy footage where I keep hearing somebody's hand clapping against a microphone or shaking the camera around <laughs> right. or just, like, take your time. Well, you got to make, make something that you would want to watch. That's my thing. Right. Is, is now I'm, like, so critique Like, I listen <laughs> to a podcast now and I'm like, why would he do that? Or I watch a video and I'm like <laughs> – I watch a YouTube video and I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't like this footage, you know? So – and I'm no, I'm no saint. Like, I made – one bear hunting film that I, and now I watch it again and I'm like, why did I do that? Like I would do this different, that different, that different. But, but the main point of this that I'm trying to make is, is organize your thoughts on a piece of paper. Or you might be a guy like one of those waiters that can, Take the order of sixteen people at a table and get it right. (laughs) That's not me, and I know for damn sure it's not you. (laughs) No, Garrett will forget where his car keys are if they're in his hand. This is true, but I did get through that video today. We recorded
0: a YouTube video before we recorded
1: this, and I remembered five things. It's because you drink pre-workout
0: that I I did drink some. I was proud of you. I was all hopped up on pre-workout. But
1: just lay out your thoughts in a (laughs) in a in a way that you can remember what you want to talk about, and then elaborate off it. Don't you know? Don't write like. Oh, uh, Hoyt Bow, and then write a paragraph of exactly what you're going to say. But exactly. just say, I want to touch on this point, and I want to touch on this point. You don't have to do them in order. You yeah. don't have to overthink what you're going to talk about. Just make sure you hit all the points that you would want to know if you yeah. were researching something. Yeah. Get- so, like on a broadhead, you want to know edge retention, flight, right. weight, tolerances, right. durability, uh, durability, all that. So yeah. those are, excuse me, those are all things you want to touch on. You don't necessarily need to touch on them in a specific order. Right. You don't need to touch on all the dimensions because somebody could click on the broadhead on the website and find the dimensions. Right. It's it, not a one-stop shop thing. for everything.
0: If you watch my YouTube videos on bows, you're not going to tell me or you're not going to see me say go buy this bow. Right. I don't say that and I hate going over things that people can see in the owner's manual or just by going on to the manufacturer. So what I do is I do real-world speed tests and uh, I love the content though thanks man um so i you know i i want real world results guys are shooting
1: ibo's i don't give a crap about ibo i give a crap about ibo retention i give a crap about what it's going to send 460 grains plus,
0: not a 350 grain arrow i don't shoot that yeah exactly so that's that's my thing is I do real world hunting arrow weights which guys love. They, yeah. they that was one of my most complimented things. Thanks for shooting a heavier arrow.
1: I like when guys shoot like a, a three fifty and check the IBO, but yeah. they also shoot a four hundred, a four fifty, and a five hundred because right. like that's basically where guys are going to fall. Right. right. I shot a four twenty for years. Now I shoot four sixty five. Same here. I'm four sixty five, four seventy somewhere in there. Yeah, we shoot the same speed. Yeah. So like you testing bows, I'm like. Mm. With that, my draw length, I'm going to be 3 to 5%. And I'm a pretty average guy, maybe
0: a little bit smaller than average. You know, 29, 28 and a half, 29 is probably the most common.
1: You're 28? I'm 28. Yeah, and I'm 28 and a half, 29. Yeah, so, it, so.
0: it's it's pretty common. Uh, but So that goes over your thumbnail, then, you're disc- then, you're, then your title. It needs to be relevant. Um, you can put more than <laughs> one title in there. So it can be um, uh, Hoyt Review or My Thoughts on a Hoyt. You know, mm-hmm. you can have different titles in the same title and then let's move on to the description and I know this is getting into the weeds but this is really important for for the guys that are wanting to get their videos found so your description should also have the title
1: right yeah
0: right so when you see me putting a description in there um it's going to have probably most if not all the words in my title in the description it'll have my name in there because if you type in I, I believe if you type in Garrett Weaver on YouTube, it'll pull automatically pull up the word archery after it. Oh, okay. Cause that's what people are searching for. Sure. So the, the predictive searches, that's what the most common searches are for. So guess what I started doing?
1: Just putting Garrett Weaver Archery. I started putting Garrett Weaver
0: Archery in the tags. So if you're wanting to see, if you're doing a video on something, you can either Google search it or YouTube search it or do both. See what the predictive searches are. See what the most popular searches are and then put those in your description, your title and everything. So your title should have the same words and your description should include the title. Your tags should include the description title and all that. So good. It should all uh... mesh. And so when you see me... Every single one of my videos starting a while ago has Garrett Weaver in it. It has Archery in it. It has all these things that people are looking for. And if you're not making that all match, then you got problems and you're costing yourself views.
1: A good example would be say if you like you're I think trying to simplify it for people that aren't getting what you're saying. Yeah. If you just go on Google, right, and you put Hoyt R X one. Yeah. When you look in that drop-down menu below Hoyt RX1 in your search bar, it's going to say Hoyt RX1 speeds, Hoyt RX1 specs, Hoyt RX1 versus Matthews Triax. Right. So that's what you've done. Yes. Is you've then gone and titled your YouTube video Hoyt RX1 speed, or you put, you know, Hoyt RX1 versus blank, and then down in your description, you've put all of those things. So you put Hoyt RX1 speed, specs, you know, blah, blah, and then... And then when somebody goes to search that and the predictive search pops up specs, right. They click on specs, takes you to your video. They click on Hoyt RX 1 Speed, it also takes you to your video. Right. Hoyt RX 1 versus blank goes to your video.
0: Well, and if you also <coughs> excuse me, if you also go into maybe say like Matthew's Triax, one of my Hoyt videos could pull up because I'm comparing it versus the Triax sure. or, you know, I'm putting and and I don't do this very often, but if I'm comparing different bows or if I have a bow that I'm mentioning in the in the video, even though if it's not that brand, I will still tag that bow because that's still a hot topic. But you've talked about it. And I talked about it. So you're
1: it. not technically no, shafting people. But
0: you are getting bows. Because I guarantee you, if they're researching one bow, they're probably researching multiple bows. Yeah. Right. So um, so you put tags in your description as well. So what I do is my um, description so my title will be in my description, which will also be in my tags. So yeah, I put my whole title word by word. So it'll be the uh, Hoyt tag, RX1 tag, Turbo tag, review tag, Garrett Weaver tag, you know, all this stuff. And then also, all those same words will be in my description and probably my title. It should all correlate with each other. That's a word. Correlate? Correlate. Yeah. Correline. That's That's a a new one. What a new word. What was the other one? The Cornelius effect. Cornelius
1: effect. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Gosh, you're out there, man.
0: So that is. that is one tip for that I would absolutely um, follow. And there are certain channels on YouTube that I watch to learn more about becoming a better YouTuber. There's Nick Nimmin. Uh, there's uh, YouTube Creators. Uh, yeah. They have stuff. These are guys that are actively helping people build. Uh, Gary Gary V, amazing guy. There are better channels for building
1: a YouTube channel because his is so broad. Uh, oh, but we're not competitors. We're friends. It says you guys are clearly – you guys clearly are competitors. It's actually cool to see you two different guys chatting
0: together. I don't know if I would say – because people are so hungry out there for information. I don't look at it like we're ever competing. No. I get – you know, I've uh, unbounded pursuit. I'm not going to take any credit for them. But when they were starting off, they were picking my brain, and it's really cool because I I can – Well, I
1: picked your brain. Yeah. I I like – when I look at a computer, I'm like a 90-year-old when it comes to (laughs) typing. Like I'm an index finger – uh, smashing keys and breaking them yeah. typing guy. And I was like, Garrett, how the hell do I do this? Cause you know, I started the podcast cause we were talking in my pickup at who yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I, I need info. So like I set up my Podbean account at Garrett's house and I was frustrated, like ripping my hairs out of my <laughs> head. Like why is my podcast not getting approved? Right. And so Garrett <laughs> helped me figure all that out. So I guess you could say competitors technically, but I don't, I don't see it that yeah, way. I
0: mean, uh, you know, I if people were, weren't so content hungry, I would say, yeah, we are competitors, but just because they watch my video or listen to my podcast doesn't mean they're not gonna listen to yours. And I sure. totally believe that. I learned that from actually the born and raised guys. Yeah. Um and, and that's their mentality. That's why you see them in Hushin. That's why you'll see Hushin with Lunkers TV, that's why you'll see them with Elk One O One, or you'll see them with Angry Spike Productions or anything like that, or not Angry Spike Productions, um, uh phelps's crew oh yeah uh traditions well and you have elk 101 angry mountain productions
1: who else uh pure elevation pure elevation all these guys are working
0: together because they're helping each other grow and they make really great content
1: and inside of helping each other grow back to the beginning of this podcast Mm -hmm. we're all helping the industry so like if you and i could work together to make something good happen oh well then i mean we're Dialing it down, right? Like that's the end goal, right? It, because it, absolutely, I want my kids to go hunting and my kids' kids and my kids' kids' kids. So yeah. all of that together, we're Raising everybody's shedding a positive light. I I've never heard one guy talk bad about Trent or Cody mm. or Randy Newberg or any of those guys. No. You know, like you don't hear them talk bad no, about. Number one guys.
0: complaint you get is I wish they wouldn't, because now it's making it harder for me or whatever. Or you know. I wish they wouldn't give away this. John Dudley gets <laughs> the, smashed for that. Oh, giving away People all the information. People
1: get super mad about him giving away info about archery. But like, if you could take somebody that may have wounded an animal, and now they're shooting good enough that they're yeah. killing animals, yeah. I don't think that's bad information. I think that's great information. Right. Because now you're not causing a a, a bad cause and effect. You're creating a good cause and effect. Right. No, I totally agree.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's another thing is if I can, if I can
0: help, because I learned archery all on myself, and this is another reason I've really dug so into helping people, is I learned it all on myself. I spent a few years struggling. You know, I was calling arrow spine splines. I yeah. was, I was. I've done it. Um, yeah, I didn't know what bow to use. I didn't know what broadhead to use. I've talked about the broadhead I started off with. It was a nap, like Razorback or something. It was on ball bearings, plastic ferrule. Piece mm-hmm. of crap. They would chip if you breathed on them. I mean, they were horrible.
1: I shot the first two animals I've shot with a bow with a like an Allen broadhead. And the blades were so thin that I shot a turkey. And dev- <laughs> and just like it was devastating to this broadhead. You know, and guys use, use those. And there's they nothing do? wrong with that until there is. I but mean, for that's me, the best just, way to describe it. Yeah, that. you want to
0: create the best the best setup you can get. Ours, your elk hunting. Oh, how is oh, your elk hunting? How is your elk hunting? Oh, man. It, uh, mine
1: was great. <laughs> Oh, and Ranch Fury says, What's Dudley giving away? He's just he's not giving anything away. He's just creating better archers and a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the target guys from from what I hear and what I read Mm -hmm. are just saying like well, it took me this many years to learn that you're giving I, this
0: away for free.
1: I don't think it's yeah. fair that this guy now knows it right off the bat. Right, I, I think it's fair. Well, I'll tell you something that I've that it's I've like gravitated reading an, towards. He's he's it's like reading an encyclopedia of archery. Just watch John Dudley. He's he's Yoda. <laughs> he is Yoda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that that is that is the basics on on when you're
0: launching a YouTube video. I want to get back to that. Yeah. If you follow those things, there's 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 the the title. The thumbnail, the description, and the tags, and they're all equally important. Actually, I probably put the tags at number one in the description because that's only going to make you more discoverable. And most of my uh, views, I think 40% of my views are from searches. Yeah, um, a very good That's chunk really of good. Them, a very good chunk of them are from, actually we can find out right here, a very big chunk of them are from suggested videos. Mm-hmm. And that's why suggested videos are so important is that you know, you can you can really jump start your channel by getting those those suggested videos. Because I'm gonna sure. be going through those videos before I search something. Yeah, I don't know I how mean, you use YouTube, but a
1: lot of videos well before I knew you as a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first video I ever watched that was yours was was uh, the laser test video of the Halon six <laughs> and the Prime Synergy. That is one of my most hated videos. Really? Yeah, yeah, well, because this I is was pointless. I was looking <laughs> at getting a prime and I, mm. I, think I was just searching up like Prime Synergy review or something, and then little do you know, this ding dong in his garage has a laser taped to the front of his bow, and he's like, drawing it back against a wall, and.
0: Yeah, oh, that's my uh, horrible intro. I need to, I need to up my game on my intro to my channel. But I wanted to go over the uh, the discoverability. So um, this is something that. I also use for for when I talk to and I approach to companies. When you when you start a YouTube channel, do you have to have a video editor? No, you do not have to have a video editor. Uh, YouTube has a pretty darn good video editor on there that you can use. You just upload your video on pretty much straight on to YouTube. Yeah, uh, they've got music you can use. You do need to follow the rules there. Be very careful if you use somebody's video. It'll say free to monetize your video. Just click the link in the description or put the link in the description. But. Uh, you don't have to have a bunch of money to do this, number one.
1: Yeah, you could have – you if, if you, you have a you cell don't. phone
0: – Yeah, my first video, which was one of my most popular ones, and it still gets thousands of views, is the is the shooting 150 yards video. Yeah. The the one where I'm just showing off being a douche, you know? That I mean, was,
1: That was prior to KZI News 9.
0: <laughs> iMovie is great on your iPhone. It yeah. is, yeah. And then we got another one. I believe that it's very possible that two small YouTube channels can really help each other in this – Industry and oh, I yeah. totally believe that. Hundred percent. I've been told by guys that are much bigger than me in the industry that if you want to grow, collaborate, and that is going to be one of your tickets to growing is collaboration. Mm-hmm. And that's why I having you on the show, having Sage on the show. Um, you know these guys. Um, you know Sage, Sage from Chasing Moby. We we'll give him a freaking shout out. You want to go watch a guy that's putting out some premium oh my content? Gosh, who's Sage not really? He's still, I'd say, under the, under the carpet. Like, give it. Give it a year. give it a couple of years. This guy's going to be huge. Yeah, absolute killer. Which he doesn't care about. You know that Mm-mm. he cares about making very very um, intimate hunting videos that anybody can watch, not yeah. just a hunter. Yeah. Um. So check out Sage Davis uh, chasing Moby, and it's exactly how it sounds. And uh, great guy. Watches content on there. And
1: Actually, we each have a podcast with him. So you know, yeah, Listen to those. He's been on the podcast, and he's a great guy. He is. So uh, let's see. What is that? Well, you're looking for that on a computer. It can be daunting. Yes, it can be daunting to uh, edit videos, mm-hmm. um, but whatever editor you're using, there's a 90% chance that there's a video of how to use it on YouTube and you can really find out a lot of information. I mean, the basics of, of editing is, is keep your camera running and clip out what you don't want in it. Right. Um, because, Really, a lot of these things that we do that are extra on the videos, you know, the slow-mo and the time lapses and the music and the, the voiceovers and all that, totally not necessary. It's just things that you start to do more as you progress because with anything, you're always challenging yourself. You get a bow, you shoot it at 20 yards. Eventually, that gets boring, and you shoot it at 30 and 40 and 50 and 80 yeah. and 100 because you want to continue to get better. So it's right. the same thing with with your films is that you're going to start at square one, and you're going to not have your, for me at least, you don't have, you know, you got your cell phone <laughs> with the front facing camera. It's all yeah. pixelated. You yeah. got a video, no audio. Yeah. You upload it directly from your phone and then you watch it a year later and you're like, man, I'm a douche. <laughs> so then you just like, and and you shouldn't think yourself that way, but you start. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, you start, I
0: started at zero, mm-hmm. just like you did, just like born and raised, just like John Dudley. We all started at zero. What camera
1: are you filming your hunts with? I'm using a Sony a6000.
0: And, uh, I'm using not very good equipment, DSLRs, uh, Nikon D33 and 3400. And I know I need to up my game. On. Oh,
1: and I've got, <laughs> now I have this YI 4k camera that we're filming, a little action camera. Yeah. So those are my two. That's so I can a get sick a couple, little camera. It is sick. Couple angles and my cell phone. I use my cell phone all the time because it's so easy to just pop it up, it record is. something and then mash all of the media together is. and, and put your clips together. But as far as it being daunting, you just got to do it and you'll get better as it goes. But what do we got here for, so I, for uh, the annals? Yeah,
0: so getting into the weeds here, where my traffic sources are coming from. And guys, if you have any questions about anything on YouTube, I, I don't care what people know. It's not like I'm, I'm letting sponsor information out. Not that I have any sponsors, but you know, it's not like I have to keep the stuff private. It's right. completely 100% mine and I can let it out to anybody. So my suggested videos from YouTube account for 40%. 40%. That's kid, good. That is extremely good uh, for suggested videos, for, for that. So if I'm relying on suggested videos, I'm screwed if I don't have everything that we just went over, the the, the thumbnail, the description, the title, the tags. Right. That's how you get – and that's why I, I harped on that so hard. It's because I knew I had a lot. I thought it was um, a little bit different than that. But 40% of my views come, and I got 63,000 minutes just in the last 28 days – from suggested videos right then you have the YouTube search where they actually searched 23 percent browse features 16 uh, percent external traffic sources so the Google's
1: ten yeah. percent the Google's the Facebooks the, the, the Google talks all that
0: and so my so when guys see my my uh, my thumbnails and they actually click on it they click on that like five point um, like five point 6% of the time. Yeah. And just so you guys know how unsuccessful that is and that's a that's a middle of the road. That's a pretty average click through rate for when you click on my video. Out of 320 or 382,000 impressions, 382,000 impressions, 5.6% clicked on that and that's pretty good. It but is. if you can get that to where the 10% is, yeah. by upping your 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 game on your your like I said, your thumbnails, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're gonna basically put out just a little bit more thought into the video, but you're doing the same amount, amount of work. And when you're, you're almost,
1: talking three hundred and eighty-two thousand, yeah. Imagine if you that add, went to, but you add one percent to that.
0: Add one percent, and you're you're making 3800? you're making yeah, you're making more. Do I know math? Um, double that. Put that at ten percent. Wow, yeah. your numbers just skyrocketed, and now you're growing really quick on YouTube, crazy fast. And that's what um, that has been my focus the last month. Has been my click through rate. And uh, I think about a month ago it was like five point two. Yeah. So it's slowly going up as I get my thumbnail and my, my, my stuff on point. You get it all done. Hashtag man. on point. Hashtag on point. Uh, I so- can't
1: it never does <laughs> never does bow hike just fall into words. You know when I listen to people talk,
0: how often on point is said? It's so often. It is so often. Almost as
1: often as you say game changer. Game
0: changers. Do you ever get discovered? Discouraged. Oh, discouraged. Do you ever get discouraged by new YouTuber channels that surpass you? <laughs> <laughs> with horrible content. Uh, you know, I, I was talking about somebody. <laughs> uh who put that? Do I know them? I was taught I had that same conversation with somebody the other day, and I'm like, this guy's putting out garbage. And he's three times, four, no, but three times, no, five times bigger than me. And I'm like, you know but what? all but that matters his is. His thumbnails are on point. His no, titles are, his,
1: his, his. It doesn't, I don't videos think. Videos are garbage, but. Yeah. And, and like you said about Sage, I, Sage has probably like. 250 subscribers? Something like that. But some of the greatest hunting videos I've ever watched. I mean. And, and but he's like nothing, right? Yeah. So it doesn't discourage that guy. No. But occasionally, I mean, everybody's going to get like envious of somebody that's no growing one, faster than them. No
0: one grows as fast as they want, guys. I yeah. mean, and that is probably the best question I uh, of the whole time. I would say so. Um, thank you for asking that question. Send it outdoors. So, do I ever get discouraged about other guys having more more success quicker than me? Uh, I I may I may observe it. I may notice it. Do I ever actually get discouraged by it? Heck, no. I'm running my own race. Um, a lot of these guys, you know, they'll and. In, in, I'm not being negative towards them, but they're probably just flash in the pans, right? They they will have the work ethic, um, they'll have all this good stuff, and then where do you see them five years down the road? I'm mm-hmm. running a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And long term, I really don't care what other people are doing, uh, as far as it affecting affecting me. And what I do is I will figure out maybe why are they doing better than me, and instead of getting pissed off and negative, what can you learn from that guy? Yeah. I'm not saying you need to copy what he's doing I'm not saying but he's doing something that you're not
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe you need to maybe you need to ex- inspect what you expect and figure it out instead of getting better uh, because a lot of these guys like I said I don't I don't think they're in it for the long haul I, I plan on doing this for a living someday and I think a lot of these guys will probably be flash in the pants yeah so um, probably. That's, I think that's I, my opinion on that
1: I could say that I can't honestly say I've never been discouraged by that. Well, we had that conversation before we started this, where you were talking about
0: your your downloads and stuff, and yeah. then you know I'm um, just what you know. What's a real world like real world expectation? What's a reasonable expectation? Right. I mean, no one ever, like I said, no one grows as fast as they want to grow. But at the same time, am I getting good growth? I was reaching out to a couple other podcasters the other day because I'm like, am I like doing bad here? You're doing well. Am I doing good? And from from the general consensus. Average, maybe slightly above average. I think so, It yeah. is about slightly what Slightly above is what I'd call it. Yeah. So how often should you upload videos?
1: That's a good question. Uh,
0: there's a guy named Lunkers TV. Um, there's another guy who I'm not remembering. He's on the tip of my tongue, though. But these guys... What does he do? Uh, hunting, um, fishing videos. Huh. And these guys are uploading every single day. Yeah. Well, and like they, look at Hushin. Yeah. These guys all the upload the time. a lot. And so you know, there's guys out there that say if you're not uploading every single day, you're being lazy, and they and and that's their mentality. So they upload every single day. Is they also do it for content? a living though? Yeah. Is it? Well, they were doing it before they were for a living, right? Um, and then you know, this guy went from I think one or zero to one million in, a, in a two years wow. or a year yeah. subscri- subscribers. Um, and he said that was just basically just the uh, work ethic, and so the most content you could produce that still has good quality upload literally as often as you can i try and do it once a week that's what my schedule allows um and since i'm doing a lot of bow shooting videos it's got to be during the day yeah i don't have a, a range indoor range here at night we need one uh we do need one yeah um but literally as often as you can as long as it's not crap yeah um does it have to be great quality it better quality yes does it have to be great quality footage no if that, the content is there.
1: I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent with you on that because I was just talking about it earlier. I have trouble watching things that are of bad quality now. What
0: if the content is really good, though?
1: But, like, if the content's really good and it's pixelated and junky, I still can't watch it. Really? No. Huh. Podcasts? Maybe that's just me. Podcasts, like, there's some good podcasts out there. I'm not going to name them because it's messed <laughs> up. But, like, super good information. Yeah. But I can only listen to them every so often because it just sounds awful well and like i don't have the best equipment really? right like i'm running like a 30 dollar microphone and mm-hmm. using online stuff to edit and whatever like i just don't have the money to drop a thousand dollars on podcast equipment right um but i think i think making do making the best out of what you have right even with a cell phone like my cell phone will shoot just as good as my a6000 will good quality and, video if not better yeah but the interface isn't as easy to use as turning a dial on my camera to adjust the ISO mm-hmm. or the white balance or anything, right? You have to do that on your phone. I got a tripod for my camera and right. you got lenses and everything and you can reach out further and stuff. So if I film the same thing, if I filmed the same thing on my phone and edited it and I filmed the same thing on my camera and then mm-hmm. edited that, mm-hmm. I can... I can say with 100% confidence mm-hmm. that I personally am going to be more proud of the video I made with my camera because it's of higher quality.
0: I could see that so the, the more time I spend on a video the more proud I am of it <coughs> but at the same time I'm uh, not saying time put you in. have to fit into the YouTube algorithm right uh, and so YouTube rewards consistency mm-hmm. and frequency so do podcasts podcasts do too so the more frequent that you upload the more uh, consistent you upload. So five one week three three months later you post five another week that's not frequent that's not consistent that's that's not going to grow your channel very good so try and do maybe once a week uh, if you can't do once a week once a month or once every two weeks whatever your schedule allows but honestly if you're doing like gear reviews you can do those at midnight three o'clock in the morning I don't know how many times and and I, I, I talk about it every once in a while I'm burning the midnight oil and I'm up until Kim tells me to come to bed. Yeah, sometimes like one thirty the morning. I
1: edit stuff like Chantel's in bed. I'm sitting in the recliner and I'm doing yeah. I'm editing something or I'm researching something for my camera or whatever. And like my YouTube channel's small. I've got like one good video, (laughs) and I'm but I'm gonna work on that. You know, right now I'm having editing issues with my editing software supporting what I'm filming in, Mm -hmm. so I'm not getting audio. So that's been a hiccup for me because I've got a couple videos waiting in the wings, but I think. Well I, Yee
0: Boss just put just brought up a good thing is pre recording and um that's I do that with the with the podcast yeah. and uh when you're starting off your channel Yeah having a bank of content a content bank is extremely smart. Uh, I would say have five, six, seven episodes pre recorded. I know when you started your podcast, didn't you have
1: a few already recorded? <laughs> Excuse me, I was yawning. I had I think I had three. Three. Three or four. So what was nice was fire yeah. season was in the wing, so I was gone on a fire for a month mm-hmm. and I uploaded a podcast every Wednesday. Yeah. Because I on the 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 platform that I used to upload on Podbean, you can just set your time and date that you want it to right. upload. You've already done all your editing, so you could spend a day editing, say I mean what would make you go crazy editing 4 podcasts in a day, you'd be pretty burnt. Yeah. And so if you edited 4 podcasts and you set them once a week. Well, now you just have a month of content and you don't have to do anything. So now you're not crunched for recording podcasts because that's when I get stressed out about it. It's like, now I'm behind because now I've, I need to get a podcast recorded this week because I have to get one out this week. And so then, then you, you're sacrificing quality for quantity. And I would rather record all of these podcasts in a day, Record, you know, like when I went and recorded right. with Sage, I recorded another one with Aaron that day. I recorded another one the next day. I edited them all, had them set up to upload. So that to me is a big reliever in stress because if you're trying to get something out once a week and all, and you're in your creative, like you're in the zone, like you're dialed in, mm-hmm. you might as well just run through and, and, and record four or five different videos and edit four or five different videos because – now if that if that little creative flame flicks off in your head for a day or two and you (laughs) don't have anything to do well now you've got five four or five videos that you're good to go you're good for a month right now you don't have to stress about getting you know basically meeting your own deadline because you're setting these goals for yourself there's nobody telling you like until you're in a binding contract with somebody and you have to create something for somebody else right say you you you're a a business. And you're like, Hey man, you need to put out a a video a week for me. (laughs) That would stress me the F out if I had to make sure that every (laughs) week I had a video at 9am on Wednesday morning that had to be up on your website. Well, now you have to like, think about it as you're running your own business, right? As you're building your platform, because if you're not hard on yourself about reaching your, your goals and you're not hard on yourself about being consistent, it's really easy to get lazy. It you is. and I both did it during hunting season. Went three weeks without a podcast. And
0: my podcast has suffered because of it.
1: Mine has too. Yeah. yeah. And and you look at your stats and you're like, zero <laughs> downloads yesterday. Shit. So then you're like, God, I got to get something. Right. And then, you know, like we were just talking about it downstairs. We don't want to make a podcast that sucks. Right. We want to record a good podcast because otherwise people are going to listen to it this, and go, this guy sucks. And then they're not going to listen to yeah. the next one that might be gold. Right. And that's why I was so excited. I've been wanting to do this one for probably
0: two or three months like I've been dying to do a YouTube because I love YouTube so much and if anybody ever asks if I should start a YouTube channel yes you should start a YouTube channel and and let me know what your intentions are because I'll give you different different feedback yeah so if you're somebody that's trying to do this for a living like I am and you don't treat it like a job you're never going to have that job
1: well a lot of people work two jobs this is no different right this is no different you're just basically investing in the future of it right I, mean.
0: I I got into it not knowing if I'd ever get a view, get a subscriber, or ever make money. And then about two years into it, I decided, you know what? I'm going to make a run at this really hard for one year. This is going to be the year that I make a business out of this thing. And I went from 1,200 to almost 3,000 subscribers. I hit every single goal I got. And I'm not trying to brag, but I set goals for myself, right? Business business plans. My, my goal was to double my size. So I was wanting to be 20... Um, or no, I was wanting to hit three I just want to hit three thousand subscribers. So I was gonna over double. I'm not making easy goals. Um, which I'll hit. I I also wanted to get one million views overall, and I was sitting at like four hundred, I think, four hundred thousand views. And so, you know, I'm not making these these goals easy to get, but right. I, I will absolutely smash both of those this year, and then my goal for next year is to get one million views alone next year. And to get to six thousand subscribers, so I'm literally doubling again. Right. And having these goals and having these business plans and treating it like a business, unless you do that, you're never going to have a business on YouTube. It's just right. It's too easy to do, and then too easy not to do. It and is. And then when it becomes hard and becomes inconvenient, I'm gonna say a quote that you know stuck with me, and I heard it from a very successful guy very many years ago. Is you know commitment to continuity will create emotional stability. So if you continue to do something. You'll start doing it whether you feel like it or not.
1: Well, it's like the gym.
0: That's the gym. I hate running, but I love running three weeks in Right. because now I'm good at it, and I'm, I've got the habit. It right. takes 21 days on average to create a habit. Def- yeah, that's what they say. So that's what they say. and I believe it, yeah. I, I totally believe that, and that's why you know McDonald's gave out free coffees that one time for like a month straight. Yeah. It's because they were getting people to get in that habit of coming right. back. Yeah. I bet they made so much money off of that.
1: I'm sure, but it's a uh, – yeah, not to get far off topic, but no. – when you get into a habit of like procrastination and not taking ownership That's for your a own habit. mistakes, like I'm, I'm number one procrastinator, man. I'll tell you, I waited like four days to edit the podcast to upload it today.
0: <laughs> so like, well, the threat of tomorrow is the biggest stealer of people's momentum. Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it Monday. It do it freaking now. You when know, I started my YouTube channel, you know how long it was between me choosing to start a YouTube channel, me uploading one hour, one hour. Yeah. Probably an hour. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's how mine was. Yeah. And then when Kim got her, you know, the cameras that I use for filming and everything, Kim was actually going to do her own makeup channel. Yeah. And then, uh, one day I'm like, when I decided to actually start my YouTube channel, I'm like, I feel like I should do a video today. And then I had one video on YouTube and then I stole her camera, recorded it, uploaded it that day. And then boom. Yeah. That's it. It's, do you want to do it? Yes. Then do it. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait for freaking Monday. Don't wait for tomorrow. Right. Do it and treat it like a job and act like you're going to get fired if you don't do it. Because like I said, if you want to eventually do this for a living, you have to act like you're doing it now or else you never will get there. Right. And so, uh, you know, for, for for folks, that was all based off of, uh, you know, how often should I upload right. and then being smart about it. And then you got to watch some of these channels and um, – YouTube creators uh, has a whole series on how to build. This is straight from YouTube. How does the algorithm work? Yeah. You know, Nick Nimmin and uh, some of these Brian G, uh, Brian G Johnson guys. They have great great content to help you build and learn and get all this information about click through rates and retentions. My average retention rate. I'm looking at it right here. Is probably about sixty percent, uh, fifty to sixty percent retention. And, uh, like I said, there's a lot of guys I've, I've researched that don't make as much as I do, but they have more views Yeah, that all goes into the algorithm, all goes into the equation. Um, and that's part of that 50% audience retention. <laughs> With that being
1: said, I hope you all got something useful out of this podcast.
0: Yeah. You know, I had a great time filming it. Um, and, and I didn't expect it to do live the whole time, but you know what? It's kind of fun. It w- it was fun. And I enjoyed
1: be... getting the questions. I think it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. And... We'll have to do another one. On something else perhaps another collaboration and you know I if w- you guys have any ideas comment it up
0: yeah we're going to be doing one on shooting um tips and techniques and yep. do's and don'ts we just did a video that he helped me film and that's why we're here today together yep. is because he was helping me film a video today and then i'm like you know, this is on my heart, and, and I need somebody else to be yeah. here, and, and you'd be a great guy to do it with. So. If we're
1: feeling real aggressive, we may record a uh, do's and don'ts and archery tips. Tonight. So, tonight. Got to build that content bank up. Do. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yeah. And, we'll and have it on my podcast. I think it – is it going to go up on yours a it'll week? It'll be up on my podcast. A week it, after?
0: It, it, um, the, the the episode? Yeah. This episode? Yeah. I might – um, I, you know – I need the content so bad I might even upload it tonight.
1: It'll be a dual share.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, feel free to go check out his podcast. 28 subscribers. 28 subscribers, 7 videos, bowhike podcast emblem, um, which is right here. And you guys probably can't tell what it is. But uh, go on there. Check it out. He's also uploading his podcast, and he's using Podbean as his uh, provider.
1: Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. All right,
0: guys. Well, thanks for listening. Until then, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, guys, that's this week's episode of the podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review with a comment so I know who left it. That'll get you entered in these giveaways that I do. Really important because that really does help the podcast grow. Or if you just want to tell people word of mouth is probably the best way to grow the podcast and help it expand, do better giveaways, and just just increase the overall um, you know performance of the podcast, that would be amazing. So uh, if you guys have any feedback on this style of podcast where we did a live um, YouTube and Instagram and answer questions throughout. Let me know. It may be a little bit clunky on the podcast. I did edit it. Like I said before, uh, to be better listening on the podcast, but, um, it is a different style and I have to appreciate, you know, if you guys don't like this style, I'll just keep it separate from the, from the live videos, but let me know your feedback is very important to me. And as always guys, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.